0: What is up, Panther fans? Welcome back to Weekend at Fitterers. That's what we're going with right now. It's a work in progress. Stay with us. It's your favorite Panthers podcast. I'm Stephen Sears. You're joined always by Chase Pletcher. What's going on, Chase? How you doing
1: today? I'm, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. You know, one week till the season, I'm stoked. You know, in an hour and a half, it'll officially be one week until kickoff. I, like, Thanks, sir. I haven't been this excited. Well, I wasn't this excited last season, so... <laughs>
0: Yes, sir. It's the final Sunday before the NFL season kicks off. We're enjoying it. We're coming with you live. We want to do a quick little breakdown of what happened this off season and a little, little, fast forward throughout the season to get a little game by game prediction and see what's going on with the Panthers going to like this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Sounds good. You know, I'm. But yeah, like you said, like last last year when we did this podcast this prior to the season. You know, I feel like we weren't even like. We, there was no amount of excitement. We were just kind of like, yeah, this is how the season's going to go. And the season went exactly as we said it was going to go.
0: Yeah, I was I was looking back at, like, my notes from last year's podcast, and uh, I saw that we did, like, the game-by-game prediction for the season. I think I said I did 4-12 and 12 was the prediction, and we finished at 5-11. and 11. So, like, <laughs> literally what we expected <laughs> was going to yeah, happen, no. happen,
1: basically. Like, we, even down to the T where we were like – you know what, the offense is going to start strong, but then people are going to realize we're only doing like one thing and it's going to mm-hmm. struggle, and that's what happens. So, yeah, so this yep. season, way more excitement. You know, there's some unknown. Maybe we win no games. I don't know. But, you know, there's some more unknown, so a little more excitement.
0: Yeah, the unknown is the, the really the only thing keeping me going. I'm probably a little bit more skeptical than you are at the moment, but, I mean, we'll see what happens next week. I'm, I'm ready to get into it, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, we let's take a quick look back at the draft because we did do a pre-draft pod and we said we were going to do a post-draft pod and we just never did it. Um, right. <laughs> it could have been due to some disappointment, um, but I mean, I'll run through it real quick. I have the draft picks pulled up, so obviously J.C. Horn the first overall pick. We went wide receiver with Terrace Marshall, Brady Christensen, Tommy Trimble, Chuba Hubbard. De'Vion Nixon, Keith Taylor, Deontay Brown, Shai Smith, Thomas Fletcher, Phil Hoskins. A loaded draft class, a lot of trading back, no quarterback. How are you feeling, Chase?
1: I'm feeling better now than like when it happened. Um, I know that night of the draft, maybe not necessarily me, but a couple other people that we talked to about the Panthers a lot. They were in a dark place. You know, Some comments were made. Not going to... Yeah. Not gonna go too in depth, but you know, comments were made about Matt Rule getting pushed over into the ocean in a boat and you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names of people who said that. But like point is now I've kinda just came to terms with it. And right. you know, the the not getting the quarterback stuff, it was tough, but one thing that was big was when the starters did play extended time in that Stillers game, Horn looked great, the little bit that we've seen, he looked great. And the thing is he looks like massive out there. Like for a cornerback, mm-hmm. he looks huge, and so that looks that you know there's that, and then you know you can call it stages of denial, like bargaining, whatever. But like in my mind, I'm just trying to look at it as you know what we got Horn and a quarterback versus just having a quarterback. So really, it just comes down to how that quarterback's going to play. So right. you know, I, 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 think I think I think I think I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, I'm fine now, but like you said, I was I was definitely one of those guys who were who, was, who were quite upset after the first round with Justin Fields sitting right there. You know, I just it it seemed like all the words they told us going into the draft, it seemed like they were still iron quarterbacks. I mean, and they probably were. Um and obviously JC Horn was probably rated very high. He might have been like their top 5 like on their on their big board, right? Which is why they took him right there. Yeah. But with Fields in there, us not really knowing what's going to happen at quarterback. I was standing there looking in front of my TV. I was like, if they don't say Justin Fields, I might walk out this door. I'm like, that's literally what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I did walk back in, though, like five minutes later. So nothing crazy, Too nothing too crazy happened. But I did make it back inside. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it. I love J.C. Horn. He's going to be a great player, I feel like. And then the rest of the draft, I, I honestly think is I, I'm impressed. Like Terrace Marshall showed out in the preseason. We'll talk about that in a minute. Christensen looks OK. Trimble has some potential. I like Chuba Hubbard as a backup. Even Keith Taylor, I think is going to be a solid depth cornerback. Deontay Brown could be a good player at guard. I mean, I think they
1: did a great job. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I love the draft. And you notice with almost all of their picks, they went with people that had like really high uh, the raw athletic score. You Mm can tell they were kind of going for athletes and maybe just people that they could put in different places if they needed to. Like a guy like Christensen, you know, the big knock on him is his arm length. Like, he's like a T-Rex out there. But it's like he's pretty athletic, and so it's like they can try him not only at left tackle, they have tried him at right tackle. They can try him at guard. And, you know, while that might be frustrating at times, like why won't they pick a spot? Why won't they let Moten stay in his one spot? It seems like they're picking guys that can – kind of do multiple things. Even a guy like Trimble, people just assumed he was going to be, or at least I did, I just assumed he was kind of going to be our standard blocker, blocking tight end, take that uh, Ed Dixon type role, maybe build a leak out for a couple passes. But in preseason, he he was catching a lot better than I anticipated. Because at Notre Dame, he didn't really Mm -hmm. do a lot of that, like the catching aspect. Right.
0: Yeah, I remember, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah said he kind of compared Trimble to... George Kittle I think which is obviously a you know, a big <laughs> if but he does run very aggressively like Kittle and I mean if he pans out to be half the player Kittle is I mean that's probably a good thing for us um I was surprised he didn't play that much fullback in the preseason they were playing that Richie Richie kid at uh at fullback yeah. a lot and I, I guess he's he's going to be the starting fullback going into the season so that's interesting but I mean we'll have to see what happens there
1: yeah yeah you know i yeah, but we have technically five tight ends on the roster, so excited to see how yeah. that plays out.
0: Yeah, none of them are that great. But <laughs> moving, uh, hey. I guess you want to go into the, hey, uh, hey, the preseason. Hey, hey, What's up? Yeah,
1: yeah, we can jump. No, I was going to say Dan Arnold, you know, I think he's like starting caliber. Like, Was he the Cardinals starter last year? I think he was.
0: I think he was like their second, but he, I, he did get a lot of PT. I,
1: I like. Here's how I'll say. Obviously, none of them are Greg, but I feel like Dan Arnold's probably better than like what Ed Dixon was. Yeah. Or like, that's fair. man hurts. So, <laughs> he's probably our, the best we've had since Greg. You know, like how good that can be remains to be seen. Right.
0: You want to put a, a grade on the draft?
1: Your initial thoughts? Yeah, you know what? I'll say beep. B plus, you know, I think to be a range, that's where you really have to know for a fact you knocked out of the park that day one whole situation. And we just won't know about that until we see how good Fields is, how good Darnold is, how good Horn is. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much to remain to be seen with that. But from what I've seen now, I mean, we got two guys that should be playable on the offensive line. I mean, like, so I'll say like B or B plus. Which is pretty good, you know. I, I don't really think you can say anything. So definite a until you see how stuff plays out.
0: That's fair. I I'm gonna give it an a minus actually. I mean, I, I love the Horn pick. I love the Marshall pick. I honestly think with Marshall, like he looks like he could be wide receiver one a potential. Stud. Yeah, he looks like he could yeah. be a stud. And so thinking that if we can get if Horn and Marshall are both, you know, Pro Bowl caliber players, maybe better than that. I mean, that's a big win. And then add on to oh, what you yeah. just said with the type with the uh, with the guards or I guess Christians attack tackle versatility whatever, uh, I mean that's a that's a good draft right there. That's four players who can probably contribute at a high level almost immediately if they play those 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 linemen immediately. That that remains to be seen. They probably should considering it's not like we have uh, all pro players at at guard right now, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no. I I agree. And the thing also with Marshall is, as you know, and I mean, and you're in the same boat, like, we both love Curtis. Like, I think Cur- I still think Curtis was the best receiver on the team the past couple years. But it's like, you know, I have heard that maybe Curtis didn't really want to like be here anymore. I don't know if it was the role thing. He knew he could get more money elsewhere, whatever it was. If if part of that's true and then you take into account that we got Marshall who who is way bigger than Robbie DJ or Curtis, like significantly bigger. I remember when I went to training camp at Wofford stadium that one night, I was like, I saw him out on the field. I was like, that's Marshall. Right. And I went and I literally Googled what his size was. I was like, there's no way that's right because he looks way bigger than that. And like, like it turns out like he, yeah, (laughs) like he, he's as big as our tight ends. He like, it's like, he could be the next moose, you know? So I understand the whole Curtis situation. Um, you know, it, the, even the thing with the whole Robbie thing—it's like I think Curtis is better than Robbie, but Robbie's been producing. Maybe it was just time for Curtis to start elsewhere. Like I understand how why that all went down, the way it went down, especially now that we've extended Moten. It's just the money thing,
0: right? Curtis will be missed, but uh, let's yeah. move on into into preseason. Um, your overall thoughts on how the team looked in those three games?
1: Um. So, kind of the takeaway I had from it, and I went to both of the preseason games at home with my dad, and we were talking about this before the start of that Steelers one, or during the Ravens game was, what it looked like in the Colts and Ravens game was that our backups were pretty on par, on pace, at league, at how they should be with the other rest of the other team's backups. Like Against the Colts, against the Ravens, those first halves, we were, uh, you know, we were probably a little bit better, or at least in line with how the Colts and Ravens played. But it became very clear, like, our third and our fourth stringers were just awful compared to both of those teams. And so, you know, when you're talking about depth, most people just think about depth as the backup. And I agree, but when you look at some of these positions where it's more of a rotating door, the offensive line, defensive line, even your DBs and receivers, all that stuff, it became clear, like, our third and our fourth stringers just aren't good, even for third and fourth stringers compared to the rest of the league seemed like our backups were fine. So really I was fine with the first pre- two preseason games. I know people were freaking out about the points thing, but I thought our backups looked fine against the other team's backups. And I think that's the most important thing because the reality is third and fourth string don't play as much. Um, so really what it came down to going into that last game was how well our starters look. And I still can't stay for certain because the Steelers really didn't play that many starters. Um mm-hmm. But I thought our starters did what they needed to do against the Stillers backups. You know, like we can talk about, oh, the defense looked good. And a cynical person would say, maybe even myself would say, oh, but it was Dwayne Haskins and the Stillers backup line or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, but that means our defense did what it should have done. Right. So it's like our defense should have dominated them, and they did. So it's like, you know, it still remains to be seen, all the takeaways from the preseason. But, like, I think it was just, like, solid. You know, I think the offense that last drive they had made me feel a lot better. That one before the half with Darnold and all them. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good sign. But you know, with preseason, I at least me just you know I think anybody that's a fan, you try to take some of the negatives with a grain of salt. But then you just try to look at the positives, like Marshall, like amazing. He was a beast. So you know, it's like I try to look at like those positives. But I don't know, people were like way overreacting after that Baltimore game, like talking about like. I don't know if Rule was an NFL-level coach, all that stuff, which maybe isn't, but, like, I really don't think our third stringer getting dominated by a team who's won 20 straight preseason games is an indication of that. Yeah,
0: that was, that was definitely a, a stretch. I didn't go that far. I was definitely a little, like, disappointed for, like, the majority of the preseason, but I think my yeah. disappointment just kind of stemmed from, like, I just felt like our starters were given were being given too much credit by like ruling the yes. coaching staff. Like I felt like there was no reason Darnold and the starters shouldn't have been playing from preseason game one. Like Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes trotted out there for a drive in <laughs> game one. Like what? <laughs> like that makes no sense to me. And so that from that alone, I was already questioning. Like you know, are do they like truly know what they're doing? Like. This guy has yes. really kind of been bad for the first couple of years. Like, are they sure they he doesn't need team reps, game reps? And then when they came out there in game three, and you already said, like, they looked a little – the offense looked a little shaky to start, and they weren't playing the Steelers starters. So from there on, I was kind of like, oh, man, like, this is tough. But they did finish on the high note. Look, that final drive was great. It was like to see a touchdown actually thrown into the end zone
1: for once in my life. Um, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. yeah. And, and um, for anybody
1: – if- for anybody listening at home, let me interject the touchdown in the end zone or keep in mind last year, we had three touchdowns that were caught in the end zone and four picks caught in the end zone. So just throw that, throwing yeah. that one out there.
0: We, we haven't seen one of those in forever, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was nice. But um, I mean, other than that, um, I did like how I liked how the rookies looked pretty much. Anyone that is like going to be getting like, you Know playing time up in this upcoming season, I thought that they performed pretty well. No one kind of disappointed me all too much. I guess you yeah. could say a disappointment from the preseason would be like Denzel Perriman and David Moore, like guys who will be signing the free agent, uh, free agency yes. this season, who we expected to be Perriman to be the starter leader on the defense, maybe even a captain. And then David Moore, probably like the third receiver we probably expected him to be. And, like, they come out, and they're not even on the team anymore. Uh, paraman got traded to the Raiders, and then David Moore got cut. So, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, disappointing. Nothing. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The David Moore thing surprised me. But I, being there at that Steelers game, I kind of saw it coming a little bit. Like, yeah, of course mm-hmm. we all assumed he was going to be wide receiver three. But, like, he, I don't even know if he got in. I'd have to look at snap counts. I don't know if they even do that for preseason, and I don't really care that much. But I really don't know (laughs) how much he was even on the field with Darnold at all in the first half. Like, Um, I don't know if he took a snap with Darnold. Like, I'm serious. Like Because, of course, the other three guys were out there. Marshall clearly passed him quick. But they clearly must just view Smith above him as well. Um, And then maybe it's just a money thing. But they're like, eh, like maybe Zlystra is just like, we'd just rather have him as the fifth guy. You know, he's been here a few years. Might as well just keep him because he does – you know, special team stuff over David Moore. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Moore might have even asked to be released. You know, that's possible, too. If he's like, hey, I'd rather go somewhere and try where I'm going to get more playing time. It's hard yeah. to say.
0: That's fair. It, it could have just boiled down to kind of like playing their young guys. Like, they saw how good Marshall was looking in camp and in the preseason games. They're like, all right, let's just roll with him with the starters. Uh, and then, you know, they have Shai Smith, Jules or whatever. And I mean, with David Moore, he was like returning punts. And in game one, when like i said like the starters weren't playing but he's out there from that moment on from that moment i was like he may not make the team <laughs> and then game 3 he's like in the second half like playing with all these guys in the backups like trying to catch passes from Will Greer and i'm like yeah he might be gone but um yeah so i mean that's disappointing um but other than that those and then, two and then i kind to your
1: point and kind of to your point about the uh, the rule thing with playing the starters, I do agree with that. I was very disappointed with that. um, and my only theory for not playing them other than one drive in that first two in the within the first two games. My only theory is somehow someway these joint practices are getting so intense that like, they felt like they see, they saw all they needed to see against the colts or against the ravens or something I, you know i'm not trying to like make excuses for them but like that's yeah. the only explanation i can even come up with in my head for why they would look and say hey we just don't need to play them but what I, where i think they screwed up was a lot of people played their starters a lot in that third preseason game except people forget the, it was the steelers fourth preseason game because they right. played the Hall of Fame game. So they had no reason to play their starters any, um, because it was the fourth game, and back when there were four preseason games, no one ever played their starters in the fourth one. So I do think mm-hmm. they screwed up a little bit in that maybe, I don't know if in their mind they assumed the Steelers would, but it was the Steelers' fourth game. So I thought the Ravens game should have been the one where they had like to play the extended minutes.
0: That's true. Um, but also going back into what you just said with the, uh, the whole – the joint camp practices thing they were saying that like i think rule came out and said that but also i mean like for how, how many years now do we like have preseason yeah. and we have these training camp standouts and like we're like oh yeah he looks like a still with curtis like the past like five years or however long he's been here it's like oh man he's looking like a beast in camp and then come regular season time not what we really expected for whatever reason Um, Mostly not his own fault. But, you know, he's not producing to the level that we thought he would be in preseason during these camps. And he's killing everybody, whatever. So, I mean, you know, game situation, even preseason game, is, you know, it's not the same. And so, like, I just – I didn't get that.
1: No, yeah, I I completely agree. You know, it's like you said, Brady, Mahomes. I mean, like, they were – they were out there. I'm like Mahomes was like literally. Yeah. You know, I saw he was scrambling, throwing passes. Like he wasn't even just like going through the motions. And so I really don't know. Especially with Darnold being so young, you know, like if we were to have traded for, or picked up an older quarterback, hell, even a guy like that's as old as a Stafford or something, maybe I'd get it just yeah. for the fact of saving the, his body a little bit. But Darnold is twenty three. Like. He's 23 like he his body could handle playing 25 games a year if they needed to. You know, it's like so. So that, that, be, that, uh, that was my thing. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. You know, if they come out and they look drastically unprepared going into the first couple weeks of the season through that Jets game, the Saints game and through that Thursday night game against the Texans, yeah, it'll be concerning. And you, you can kind of look back on that. But if they come out and they look fine, you know, people will probably just forget about it, you know, two weeks into the season. So hopefully that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that that's my concern with this Jets game coming up. I mean, do you want to go ahead and segue into the season preview? Yeah, yeah, might as well. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to think so of anything
1: just... we meant to hit on. No, I mean, really, we, we touched on the Robbie extension a little bit. and uh, But, yeah, we, we kind of already touched on that. You know, I think it's good. I I would have rather kept Rob uh, Curtis. He's a little bit younger. I think he's a little bit better. Um, but you know, you, you reward guys for showing out. Robbie showed out last year. It looks good on the team to look like they're loyal. They're rewarding him for putting up massive numbers. I do think it could re- yeah. reflect have reflect reflected poorly if they tried to trade him or something. You know, so you want to have that good reputation oh, around the league. So there's that aspect too. Kind of like the Terry thing with the Hornets. You know, it looks good to reward guys when they show out. It, it, it's a good right. image for the rest of the league. And I think that was part of it with Robbie. So I commend it.
0: Yeah, I I like it a lot too. I mean, even, I mean, the numbers are great for the team. It's like what, two years, 30 million. So like by the time he's up, yeah. Terrence yeah. will probably be due and hopefully he'd be, get, he can get some big money by the way he's performed. So I think it's good for everybody yeah.
1: involved. Um, yeah, for sure. Robbie seems like he likes it here, you know, so can't complain about it. You know, maybe I would have done things slightly differently, but it's nothing to complain about.
0: Right. All right. Well, let's get into the season, shall we?
1: Yes, let's do it. All so, right. Yep, we're going to do game-by-game game predictions like we did last year.
0: Yep. Uh, let me go ahead and I have the schedule pulled up already. Obviously, Jets week one next week. Uh, Sam Darnold facing his old team. Uh, second overall pick Zach Wilson in the building, a.k.a. Chase's doppelganger. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's 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 my guy right there. I'm not gonna lie, like I hate that I have to root so hard against him. In his first <laughs> career game, like it sucks. But you know, I'll be happy. I hope he plays awful. Like I hope he looks like Nathan Peterman. Hope he throws five picks <laughs> in the first half. You know, like hope he looks terrible. But yeah, like that's my guy. Um, and I really think with this Jets game, like people, it's a game we should win. It is a game we should win. People got to yep. get out of their head, like oh, it's the Jets, like come on, like they're acting like we're playing some XFL team, a college team, something like we got to get that out of our head. Like the, we can't just go out there and go through the motions. You know, it'll be a highly emotional game. First off, Darnold's return. Like that's just going to be big all around, but it's not the, it's just not the same Jets team. They got a new, all new coaches, a new quarterback draft picks that have played well. Um, So it's it's just kind of like, I don't know why people are acting like, Oh, it's the Jets. Like, the odds that they win one game against this year is very low. Um, their defense looks like it's pretty solid. So I don't know, but I do think it's a game we should win. You know, um, We are going to be favored. We'll probably be favored. I don't know if the lines are out. I'd assume we're going to be favored by probably like five. It's probably going to be like minus five and a half, six, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a must-win game. I, and you know I have horrible feelings about this game. I don't think it's going to go well for us. Like, I, I don't want to, and also, I mean, it's a game. I mean, obviously, it's very big. A lot of emotions in stake with Sam Darnold and whatnot. And I, I don't want to say like this game is like the end all be all for him, but I feel like he knows that like if he goes out there and and shits to bed against his former team, then like it's yeah. it's not gonna be a good look at all. And oh, I, I and I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm I question his um I don't really know the word, but. I like question his, like how he's in that situation. Yeah, yeah, right, his mentality. I question his mentality in this kind of situation because, uh, I mean, it's not like he's performed that well in the in the past. I mean, this is the guy who came out and said he he's seen ghosts on the field. Like, <laughs> I just don't know. I mean.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, at so least we, we really have never seen in his professional career seen Sam play in any high-pressure game. Right. Like, there's never been a game they've played in where it's even been close to playoff, like, uh, playoff implications. And so, right. it's, uh, it, it's, and, like, so I will say what people kind of forget. I'm pretty positive. His second year, he did have a winning record. You know, like, I think the Jets were seven and nine. I think with him, they were like seven and six. Like, so I will say to his credit, like, his second season, he was pretty good, but they still were nowhere close to the playoffs. And then by the time last year came around, he had the whole thing, he was hurt. Um, a little bit, Flacco, blah, blah blah. Of course, they weren't winning games, so like there was literally no high pressure game we've seen him in. So I really don't know what his mentality is like, how he can perform when the stakes get high, and so mm-hmm. it, it's just really hard to say how he's going to respond. And that's why I really think they're gonna, as much this as it sucks, a I think game. they're, I think they're gonna like hold his, not hold his hand, but I don't think they're gonna ask. I think they're gonna try to have him do as little as possible. You know, I think they're gonna try to run as much as they can stretch the field horizontally and we saw that in the preseason game uh, up until that last drive when he had those back-to-back throws the touchdown and the one before uh, he was like stretching the field sideways a lot of these shallow crossers screen passes I really think they're gonna do a lot of that because like they he probably will go out a little bit nervous you know I I wouldn't blame him for being nervous but like oh yeah not at I, all and as for the other side of things with Zach like I honestly I, I think Zach that I think the opposing team's quarterback is going to be significantly less nervous. You know, Zach looked fantastic in the preseason. Um, right. Chris Sims hit on it. He was saying like Zach probably had the most realistic of a game situation like preseason. He didn't. He didn't play any second halves. He he basically only played against starters or whatever a team started the game with. He uh, he started every game. He like I mean like so he had a, he didn't have they didn't have him doing anything crazy like these crazy like trick plays type thing like everything he did was pretty standard of what a real game would look like you know Mm -hmm. he he played a couple drives the first game played two and then he I think he played four or five against the Packers and it was basically very standard for what you're going to do with a quarterback in a game they didn't try all these new things and so it's like the version I saw of him that was good isn't some version that you don't see in the regular season. Like it's like, I feel like he's probably pretty prepared. He didn't even play in the third preseason game. So I really don't think right. he has too much pressure on him at all. Cause even if he looks terrible, which it's very possible he does, he doesn't have a vet in the room. You know I mean? Like it's like, he could easily have a very rough rookie year just given that he's on the jets oh, yeah, and uh... he doesn't even have a Joe Flacco there with him, you know, like all the pressures on him right away. I still don't really think there's that much pressure on him. Like, I think yeah, he'll just go, out, go out and just, yeah, he's going to be comfortable. He's going to be able to go out and do his thing. If he goes out and he throws two touchdowns and two picks first game, nobody's going to be calling for his head like people could possibly do with Sam. Like, he, he, I don't really think he has that much pressure. I think the Jets are playing with house money this whole year.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like if, if Sam comes out and, just, and does that, then, like, I mean, you know how Panthers fan base has been. Uh, it won't be good. He could lose to fan base week one. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah. yeah. And, 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 I think people need to be fair and not freak out after one week, even if he yeah, plays bad. Yeah, for sure. But, but the reality is is that people will. Like, people just will.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm i going to say we lose the game. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like all on Sam. I do think he's going to be shaky. He's going to be a little nervous. I don't think it's going to be his fault. I don't think it's going to be all his fault. But I just feel like we haven't prepared... Mm-hmm. Like properly this this preseason this off compared to the Jets have like I think the Jets are they're probably more ready like you said house money they're going to come in here ready to compete hopefully we come in and ready to compete but I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough game it's gonna be a close game and honestly it might come down to the end um but I, I'm gonna give it to the Jets
1: okay I'm I'm gonna give it to us twenty seven twenty one you know I I think even though the Jets are playing with house money I think it's gonna kind of gonna be one of those situations think about early in Cam's career like Cam's rookie year. Um, you know, especially those first two games, they just let him go out and like sling it, and because yeah. I mean we had went two and fourteen the year before, it's not like oh they gotta make the playoffs this year, and I could see it being a situation like that where it's like they might go out with Zach, they might just let him sling it around, but he's gonna make mistakes, you know. They still aren't a good team, and so I, I don't know. I think our defense is kind of gonna, I think our defense is gonna carry us through it. You know, I could see a defensive touchdown. Or just a couple turnovers that put us in plus territory. So I'll say we went 27-21. I think the offense just looks okay, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I do think the defense is going to play pretty well in this game. But I'm just not sure what we do on offense.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I don't blame people for feeling that way. It's you know it's part of the optimism, me speaking. Like, I hope we can beat the Jets at home week one. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: fair enough. All right, week two, uh, home against New Orleans. Starting off early with the big rivalry against Jameis Winston.
1: Yeah, be it's least. it's this is another game. It's been very weird to to me to see other people talk about it, um, because people are like it's posting a screenshot of our first five games. Which correct me if I'm wrong. I believe we know the first three: the Saints, and then the Texans, and then I want to say it was like Cowboys and Eagles, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong but it's been weird to me to see people say it. it's cuz people are like chalking up the Saints game as if it's supposed to be like as if we're playing the Jets. Like I can't think of like the exact like comments I've seen about it, but I've really seen people be like, "Oh, well like you got to win week 2 as well. Like if we don't start off the season 3 and 0, it'll be concerning." Like how good do you people think we are? Like um, <laughs> Like, and I don't mean this in a way that I think we're going to be bad or anything, but it's like, what reputation do we have to where, like, we play three games where we might be favored and we definitely are going to win all of them. Yeah, there's no reason we haven't
0: done anything to deserve that kind of, like, that cred.
1: No, and I think it's like, I I think it's like people that are, I think part of it in a way is people that are, like, low-key wanting to be a little cynical and, like, so when we don't win the first three games, because I'd be very surprised if we start off 3-0, is, like, it's kind of, They just want to be able to say, "See, like those were those were must wins, and we lost them. Like rule sucks, Darnold sucks, whatever it is." But it's like, wh- who says the Saints are going to get any worse? Breeze last year was awful. Like, yeah, I, I mean, think- I
0: think me and you were probably both in the camp that. They're probably better now.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think I think they should be better now. You know how long it'll take for them to click. You know Breeze wasn't good, but he was there so long. There's that whole chemistry factor. That's fair. But like, yeah, on paper, I think they should be better. You know, I think the the Saints probably beat the Bucks in the playoffs if Jameis just plays. But of course, you're not going to bench Breeze. But like, if he just plays,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I I think this is probably one we'd be probably dropping. Again, so I probably have a starting rank 0 2 against the Saints.
1: Yeah, I'm taking this as a loss against the Saints. Um, I, It's at home, you know, so, you know, the, the Saints, they're a dome team. I always say it, but right um, but now, yeah, I, I, I think we'll Jameis play has played lose outside, that, though. Yeah, Jameis has played outside, so Jameis is ready for it. Um, so I don't know, it's I'm going to put it as a loss. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll put it as a loss. And part of it just plays off the fact is the next game, I'm likely going to assume we're going to win, and I just don't see us starting 3-0. And so even though I think we can beat the Saints, just like we can win any of these first four or five games, I just would be surprised if we win all of them. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. even when we were good and had Cam and Luke, like, we didn't win every game we should win.
0: Yeah, I mean, and honestly, even... Like last season, like me and you, obviously at the start, we were very critical. Like I said at the beginning, like I had us winning four games and they only won five. But, <laughs> excuse me, they were, I mean, they were very competitive. Like we almost beat the Chiefs, you know, like this is like, they're not going to lay down for anybody. Like we know that much. Like they can beat the Saints, yeah. they can beat the Jets. But, you know, you know how it goes.
1: Yeah, it's actually fun. I just got on like Twitter on my phone. First tweet I see, first tweet I see if the Panthers lose to the Jets next week, I think I'll take a break from social media. Like, (laughs) that's that's what's killing me, is I understand people freaking out if we lose that game, but people just need to relax. Like, there's a decent chance we lose that game, and people need to understand, it's not like we're losing to some XFL team. They still play in the NFL. They have a quarterback that, like, I'm, look, I know I'm way higher on him than, other people are but like by all accounts, listen how some of these people in the media are talking about him. You've got these like all time great quarterbacks saying like they see that he's so like they're it's not like they're just playing like Joe Flacco. Right. Or Andy Dalton or something. You know, I mean it's not like they were playing the Bears and they haven't started Justin Fields yet. We're playing a dude who's like by all accounts is being projected to be a star.
0: Yeah, and it's not like we're we're leaps we're leaps above this team. You know, right? We won five five games. Like they won two. Like that's that's only a three game difference. Not, it's not that big. We
1: we didn't make the playoffs last year. Like if if, if, if Dwayne Haskins is like has like a little bit of skill at all at the quarterback position, we are like four and twelve. So we're
0: picking we're picking right behind the Jets.
1: Like we're getting Trey Lance, like, you know? so it, yeah. So, anyways, I think we start off one and one. I we probably drop that Saints game, and people are like completely underestimating the Saints on this on like a grand scale. Not even just when we play them.
0: Yeah, I got us at zero and two, which sucks because it's two home games, so we we dropped two home games. Which honestly, I don't even know what's going to happen, but I've done it already. So, moving on, uh, Thursday, Thursday nighter, I think against the Texans. Yes. Yeah. The 23rd. Yeah, so um, I'm going to just say that's a win. I don't know what they've got going on down there, but I'm going to give us a win.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, we better. That's the game. See, everyone, the way people are talking about the Jets game is how they should be talking about this Texans yeah, game. Yeah,
0: that's the, yeah, this is the game that we should all be concerned about. <laughs>
1: like the, the, that, uh, the Texans game, if we can't win that. Especially if we start off zero and two, like you're predicting, if we start off zero and two and then lose to the Texans. Yes, we can freak. Everyone is allowed to freak out as much as they want.
0: Yeah, then then you can pull out those uh those those Matt rules and NFL head coach tweets from game two preseason. Yes, like this. <laughs> this is probably the time to say absolutely.
1: Right? And that's hundred. Yeah. If we're zero and three, and including that loss to the Texans, like that's when the tweets can get pulled. Out. I don't even know who they're, like. Tyrod's gonna be their quarterback, but like yeah, I was gonna say yeah, seen, I think
0: it's Tyrod Taylor, but
1: I've seen I follow a Texans fan who he seems like a pretty smart guy. He uh, he's been hyping up Davis Mills a lot. Part of it's just been as like as a meme because he's probably sucks. But like I, <laughs> I I guess their fans want Davis Mills to play simply because he's a rookie. So it's like if we're gonna suck, we might as well see if like. Hey, maybe he's magically amazing, and we don't have to, and we can just like draft like an offensive tackle next year or something well, like that's that. That's fair, yeah. So we might Nothing even be lose, facing really. somebody like that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if it's whether it's Mills or Tyrod, I expect the defense to completely shut them down. I don't even yeah. know what kind of weapons they have anymore. Like,
1: because they, they don't even have random Mark anymore, Ingram, like, don't they? Yeah. Um. Uh, Oh, I think gosh. they do, but I mean, regardless, like, what, what do do? <laughs> yeah, regardless, they, it should be a win. Well. <laughs> wait, uh, what, what, what'd
0: you... you look up?
1: <laughs> Nothing. No, I like that. Wait. Oh, yeah. We're, we're good. Yeah. Can you hear me? All good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. It's just like cut off for a second. I was like, what? But, um, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, yeah. So, um, I got us at one and two at this point. You're at two and one. All
1: right. Can you hear me now? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. You hear me? I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah. We're good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <we're-
0: laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh Cowboys week 4 in Dallas, I
1: believe. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's yeah, it, it is in Dallas. You know, I'm I'm putting it as a loss. Um I think is I mean if Dak's healthy, the, here's the thing. If Dak is healthy, they can put up 40 points easily. Like, they just can. And yeah. even though their defense is awful, I just don't know if our offense will be able to take advantage of their bad defense as good in the same light. Because even though our defense is better than theirs by far, Dallas's offense is just really fucking good. And so mm-hmm. I just don't think our offense will be able to take advantage. I don't think it'll be clicking enough yet to take advantage of their bad defense to be able to keep up with an offense that is scoring like probably going to score like 38 points a game. <laughs>
0: I call it, I didn't I uh, I missed that last part but um Dallas's offense yeah really good um I don't think if Dak is healthy if they're all healthy I don't think we probably have a chance in this one
1: Yeah no I mean I I, I don't think the Cow, I don't really think the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East really I think they'll just find a way to be not good because of that defense but I think they'll beat us you know that, this will probably be the first game of the year where we probably just get blown out
0: Yeah I could see that um Yeah, I mean that's just the NFC East for you too. Like they always just do they like don't like beating each other. (laughs) Yeah. But um after them we have another NFC East matchup with the Eagles. I'm gonna give that a win. I'm assuming what that's probably gonna be Jalen Hurts, maybe Minshew, if he doesn't if Hurts uh, fumbles the ball, but Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Eagles don't have a whole lot going on up there.
1: Oh no, like Really, like, we probably play the two, I think they're probably the second worst team in the league after the Texans. Um, they're not good. Um, and, I don't know, I mean, I personally, I don't know, Minshews might be better than Hurts, but they'll probably just let Hurts ride it out because it's like, why not? Let's see if this guy we spent a second-round draft pick on, you know, is going to force us to not have to draft a quarterback next year. So, I think they'll hold off on playing Minshew as long as they possibly can. Unless it's yeah, very clear, right. hurts is the clear reason they're like losing some games. If it's just like they suck and they're just losing, and he's doing okay, and he's no better or worse than anybody else, they'll probably just keep riding out with him, just to see if maybe he can like actually be their quarterback going forward.
0: Yeah, that's fair, and I mean, and, and apparently they're still in the the Watson sweepstakes um, as one of those teams yeah. who has like a, a ton of draft picks, but. For now, it's going to be hurts. I think we should. Our defense should probably shut them down, and I expect our offense to to really unload in this game. Besides that Texans game, I feel like this is probably one of the early on games where we could really see like our team firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, no, th- th- this would be because this is this one's at home. Um, this would be an awesome game just to you know put up like a forty piece, you know, something like that. Yeah.
0: All right, so we both got wins here. I'm at two and three. You're at three and two. Yep. Uh, all right, nice. Afterwards, we got. I lost my tab. Okay, here we go. Uh, home against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins coming to town with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen.
1: This will be the first, not the first, it'll be the second. I'd say real, real tough tests for our young secondary, you know, for a guy like Horn. Um, mm-hmm. because you, you think about the Jets, Corey Davis is good. I don't think he—he's not like a solidified wide receiver one yet. The Saints don't have Michael Thomas. The Texans—I can name five people on the roster. Um, <laughs> the Cal- besides the Cowboys, this this Vikings game I think will be the first true test, like another true test for Horn, the second true one against like a legit wide receiver one. Um, yeah, and then even in the same light, Dante, because the Cowboys are stacked at receiver, and the Vikings have two pretty good ones too. So I think this will be another fun young, te- fun test for a guy like Horn to see how he can do against a guy like Jefferson.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, looking back, because last year was that game where we played them, and we had what, two defensive touchdowns by Jeremy Chin. Chin. Yeah, and then somehow we still lost the game. <laughs> um, yeah, looking back at that, I feel like we we'll probably have a little bit of fire in, this, in our in our bellies for this game. I think we can win this one. I'm gonna give us a win here.
1: Okay, I, I like it. I like it because you know the the Vikings. There's that team. It's like you hear their name, and like they should be way better than they are. They right. just find they just have letdowns throughout the year. You know, they'll beat a good team easily, and then they'll just have letdowns. And it's because you know a guy like Kirk, he just He's just a little, just a little shaky back there. Yeah, yeah, and even like their defense, like just everything about their team, it's just like they can be inconsistent at times. And so, I'm gonna say it's a loss, but I do think that's gonna be another game where we really can compete and come down to the wire.
0: Okay, all right, so we're opposite here.
1: Also, uh, just to pose like, I wonder if depending on how Horn develops throughout the year, I wonder if we'll. uh, do anything like so say we're playing a team like the Vikings Justin Jefferson I think most people would agree is definitely better than Adam Thielen I wonder if we'll do that thing that some teams do where instead of having Horn on Jefferson we'll do Dante and Boyer both on Jefferson and then just have Horn shadow the wide receiver too but double the wide receiver one with our second and third back corners you know, I'll just be interested to see the type of strategy they do in situations like that this year.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. I wonder if they'll even trust Horn to guard wide receiver ones this early on. I would like them to, but
1: yeah, yeah, we'll have
0: to see what happens. Um, yeah, for sure. Going on the road to another NFC East matchup against the New York Football Giants. Dale Jones? Maybe, maybe Cam Newton? I don't know.
1: It should be. It sh- uh, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about Cam because he's <laughs> done it. He, he's done it to himself. He just has. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's been very, very unlucky and unfortunate throughout his career. But part of it, he's just done to himself. So I'm not going to get on the soapbox. But the one team I would say for a fact should just go get him is the Giants because they're not. They don't suck. Their defense is good. Their skill positions are good. They can compete for that. Off that. Like they can compete in that shitty division if their quarterback play is solid. Like a team yeah. like the Texans, it makes no sense. The Lions, it makes no sense. I see people talking about those teams. They don't even make sense. I don't even think the football team makes sense because, as much as I hate to say it, Fitzpatrick has looked better than Cam. But the Giants what? are the one team I think... Like like last year, he just looked better. As much as I hate to say it, he just looked better. And it's like, it's one of those, what have you done for me lately? Of course, I think Cam Fair is enough. better than Fitzpatrick. But yeah. it's just like... They're just not going to do it. That that's a, that's the best way to put it. They just won't do it. So I'm not going to hope for it. The Giants are the one team that should do it. Anyways, yeah, Daniel Jones sucks. I think we walk. I think we go to New York and take out a W.
0: Yeah, I agree. We should be able to go in there and beat that team. Um, I Daniel Jones is interesting. I'm, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily good, but I don't think he's as bad as probably like other people think. I, I mean, he is bad, but I don't think he's that bad. Like, <laughs> but regardless. True. I still think we go in there and beat them. Um, Saquon should be interesting against our defense because, I mean, us getting off of the field on third down has been a huge problem. So if he's healthy, that'll be, that'll be a fun little battle to watch. But I think we go in yeah. there and get, and get a win. Um,
1: yeah, for sure. It, uh, it, it, it'd be nice. That'd be one of those wins where it's like us and the Giants, the league probably views us around on a similar level. Like, you know, yeah. when you're talking about betting odds, the Giants will probably be like two-point favorites because they give the home team three points typically. Um, so when you're talking about that, teams probably view us pretty even. Um, so it's like if we can go on the road and win a game like that, that would almost be one of those wins that would make me feel really good. It's yeah, like yeah.
0: Establish we'd, some we'd dominance be... in the NFC kind of
1: thing. Right, exactly. Like, you know, that would probably make me feel the, the best of any of the wins I predicted so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good one. That will put us, for me at least, on a two game win streak uh, as we go Dude. in to play Atlanta on the road. So, does
1: does that have us both having us at four and three? Yes. Does that mean you have us on a four game win streak? Okay.
0: No, no, I oh, gave us oh. a L to the Cowboys. So, three game win streak, actually. For-
1: forgot about the Cowboys. Yeah, 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 Okay, Eagles, so yeah, we both have us at Giants. four
0: and three. Wow, look at me. Okay. Optimism. <laughs> <laughs> um, Atlanta, Atlanta on the road, Matt Ryan, uh, Kyle Pitts, no Julio this year. Thank God.
1: Um, so we did beat him in Atlanta last year. First time since 2014, that last game of the season. So that was cool. Really. It's just cause Matt Ryan threw that pick in the end zone as they were coming back. But, mm-hmm. um, I just, there's no way we beat him in Atlanta two years in a row. As bad as I think the Falcons will be. We just don't win in Atlanta consistently. Yeah. Ever. So I I think we I think we lose this one.
0: Yeah, I think we literally said the same thing last year and they ended up winning the game. But <laughs> like you said, I mean, two years in a row, I I wouldn't bet on it. I'm gonna give us the L. So yeah. four and four. Four and four each. I am interested to see Kyle Pitts, though, against against our linebackers who can't guard anybody. I'm assuming that's gonna be Jeremy Chen though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, big game after that, home against the Patriots, Mac Jones.
1: Oh my gosh, Mac I can't believe I spent so much money just to have to go. Root Mac cheese. Fat Jones. Oh God, <laughs> I spent so much money on that. Um. Anyways, I mean, I don't care. It's still worth it, you know. I still get to see my team and root against the Patriots. Who I hate, um. So, you know what? I think we win. Like, yeah, they, did, they do. It, they're gonna the fellows are gonna do it for Cam.
0: They do it for Cam. Come. come on. Um, I'm gonna give us the win as well. I mean, I fi- I mean, honestly, I me and you—you've probably watched. Did you watch the Patriots preseason games?
1: The Patriots preseason games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: So, what do you think of Mac?
1: Um, I don't think like. He was good. Like he did good with what he was supposed to do, but it kind of circles back to what I was talking about with the whole Zach Wilson stuff. His game situations were not simulated. Like he's going to be a starter. He has not. He did not play a snap with the ones mm-hmm. in preseason. He did what he was supposed to do. You would hope against like twos and threes. Like he looked good. Don't get me wrong. He was efficient. He was accurate. Blah blah blah. But like it was nothing that was like a real game. He comes in in the middle of the game. Playing against some third stringers, yeah, he played well, so I commend him for it. But right. his preseason wasn't what like, like I said. I, Zach, Zach, and Trevor were the only two rookies, quarterbacks who had preseasons that like were the what they went in and did was like what they would do in a regular game. So it's really hard to predict what Mac is going to look like. And of the other three, he's the only one that's about to be starting Week One. So I really think he might struggle. I yeah. think like, like Justin should be starting, of course, but. I think I think he'll come in and he'll be fine after like two games. But it's like Mac. I mean, he's thrown in right away. Week one hasn't even played with the one yet in a game. So
0: yeah, I, it'll I be know. it'll be very interesting for him. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I thought he was, you know, he was pretty solid in the preseason, but I, you know, I wasn't like blown away by what he was doing. But um, I mean, we should we should get this win against them um, in November, so that should put us at five and four. Both at five yeah. and four as we head. Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. Now it's hard to say if this is one of those games where it's like, oh, we should win it. You know, the Patriots could easily, I mean, it's the Patriots. You yeah. know, like even last year, like when, when their starting quarterback played last year, in a year where they had the most opt outs in the league, just lost their quarterback of 20 years, they were seven and eight, and they lost a lot of one possession games. You flip mm-hmm. a couple of those endings. They're a wild card team last year. No matter how bad it looked, like they were like it, it, as bad as it felt watching Cam play. It, you would have thought they were like two and fourteen. They yeah. were seven and eight with him. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's so very fair. So it's like the the Patriots could easily their defense is never bad two years in a row. They they could easily you know go like ten and seven. Yeah, so I mean the defense
0: fair. looks like it's probably going to be pretty good this season. So this game could be a it could be a dog fight. I mean, honestly,
1: yeah. I'm, gonna so, I'm win, still going to say a win. They're going to yeah. do it for Cam. The fellas are going to do it for Cam.
0: Do it for Cam. We get a home win. Um, Following week at Arizona. Last year, we both predicted Kyler would <laughs> blow us out, and he came in and let us down. So what will we got? He
1: wet the bed. He <laughs> wet the damn bed. Like – that was embarrassing. I remember it was like the first drive of the game. He missed like a wide open crosser, 30 yards up the field. And I was like, what is wrong with this dude? We was like, this is the <laughs> game where we finally get blown out. He made like us look bad. Twice in a row too. Both, both times he's gotten blown out by Kyle Allen and Teddy Bridgewater. Like, Kyler, you got to show me something, man. I love you. I think you're a top I, – I think you're a top five quarterback, but you got to show me something against my own team.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not,
1: I'm not picking them this year. I'm going Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done. I'm not doing that no more. Panthers no, winning. We're going to six and four.
0: Now they're going to blow us out by like thirty five.
1: <laughs> Kyler must listen to the show. He's going to be like, bet, okay. Oh you know? yeah, bet. I'm All
0: right, we're both at six and four. I mean, honestly, I'm shocked I got us to this point. Like, I didn't think I would Keep- do this. <laughs>
1: I was so, I wasn't exactly sure what I would be like ten games in, but I just know like our last five games are like brutal. So I knew if yeah, I was going to have us winning some games, it would be early on. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Um,
0: <laughs> all right, so the next week we've got Washington. You said you're you're in 40 year old Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um,
1: oh, Fitz, Fitz is getting to the playoffs for the first time in his career this year. Okay,
0: okay, okay. I personally think they should go get Cam, but you know I, I don't. I'm not going to dive into it. But as it stands with Fitzpatrick, uh, we're at home. We beat them last year because Dwayne Haskins couldn't do anything. Um, (laughs)
1: Because he's like the worst quarterback I've ever seen. This could be
0: a little shot game for us. I don't don't really know. What do you think?
1: I think we probably lose it. Um, I think like last year, they were the better team and we won. I think it'll kind of be a little bit flipped this year. They still might be the better team, but I think it's just kind of going to be one of those they win this year. Um, I think their defense is good, man. Like, they got great weapons on offense. Terry and Curtis, Logan Thomas has came on. They got a yeah. Deami Brown, who's apparently been standing out pretty good. Um, and whether people want to believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, the last two years, Fitz has been probably like a little more consistent than he's been in any, any from any stretch of his career. I don't know what it is, but like he legitimately was like, they probably make the playoffs if they don't play two last year. Like if, if they had started Fitz in that last game where they went in their end, they maybe make the playoffs. Um, so not to start acting like Fitz is some amazing quarterback. My point is, I just think <laughs> I think they're going to I think they're going to win the division. And so I think they'll beat us.
0: I mean that's fair. I mean they're they're a great team. I just I don't like Fitz as much as you do, but I mean I think that's probably fair. But um I don't know. Last year in Miami I kind of feared that at some point like it was obvious too it was going to start. Kind of like the same case this year you could say with the Patriots, but they've already cut Cam. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean I I don't know. Fitz he's just he's fun. He's unpredictable. I feel like the arm like really isn't there sometimes. But I mean he's 38, so I don't really expect him to be. Slinging I it guess. like that.
1: He's not a coward, and I always have to appreciate that. <laughs> that's fair. It doesn't matter how whack you are. That's the same with Jameis. Now I do think Jameis is better than Fitzpatrick. he's a little bit better version, but like he's just he's just not a coward and I have to respect it.
0: That's fair. All right, so, so you just
1: at what six and five.
0: You're, you gave him a uh, you said loss. I'm a, yes. I'm gonna say win. I think we win the game.
1: Okay, 7-4 and four from Steve. 7-4. Wow. and
0: four. I, We're about to lose out. All right, uh, <laughs> Miami Dolphins.
1: Okay, so this one's in Miami. It's like Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I just – I think we lose another one. The Dolphins are a good team. I love their coach. I love Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a really good all-around team. And I think Jacoby Brissett's going to lead the Dolphins to a pretty easy win over over the Panthers.
0: Okay, <laughs> I, uh, I'm
1: just trolling with that part, even though he's the best quarterback. But like, I do think they beat us regardless. Okay, okay. I
0: remember uh, we we were we were shipping for two in the draft, though. I mean, we can't forget those days.
1: I I can't I can't you know, and I have to eat those words, but I'm not a big Tua guy anymore. <laughs> well, in, well I and think Herbert, if was... my opinions have flipped, my opinions have flipped with him and Herbert.
0: That is true. I hated I, I, Herbert.
1: And now he's like amazing. I agree with that.
0: Um, I think whether it's Tua or Brissett, I think the Dolphins beat us here. So yeah. I'm gonna go to seven and five. You are at six and six. Five hundred. Five hundred okay. going into home against the Falcons. Big game.
1: So I think we win this one because we lost to the Falcons at home last year. And it's gonna be a cold game, Matty Ice. He's 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 built for the dome. True that. Yeah. They embarrassed us. That Thursday night loss to the Monster was embarrassing. Um, and I think we get you know we avenge that. We sh- we show the crowd. We finally. This might be the only home divisional game we win, really, because we probably I think we lose to the Saints. Um, and the Bucks at home. Yeah, and the Bucks at home likely. So you know I think I think I think the boys just get it done
0: that's true and we always split with the Falcons um, this is looking at the schedule I mean this is probably the last you know Fate, we have.
1: I th- I think we have a good chance to win it this is the last one yeah the last
0: favorable game we got on the schedule probably um, first game of December as well I think this is after our bye week I'm not too sure but <clears throat> I'm gonna give us the win as well we always split against Atlanta uh, we already talked about them so Win for me eight and five,
1: man. I got us at seven and six. Seven and
0: six, okay. Brutal, brutal four game stretch to to finish off the season, on the road to Buffalo. Josh Allen, McDermott, Stephon Diggs, that defense, half of the <laughs> Panthers roster from the last ten years.
1: This one's not going to be pretty. Let's just, let's just put it. <laughs> let's just let's just call it like we see it. And this one's not going to be pretty. Yeah, McDermott knows. Like it, it's just we're going to lose like thirty-seven to ten.
0: Yeah, they I, they
1: they even know Sam Darnold. Like McDermott knows Darnold. So yeah, like. that's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't expect this to be a good game for the for Carolina. This might be. I mean, looking, this is probably our toughest
1: opponent on the schedule. Probably. I think I think it is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Especially yeah. since it's on the road and it's a team we don't play often. You know, yeah. could Buffalo, you argue the Bucks? Yeah, could you argue the Bucks are better? Yeah, but divisional games, it's just anything can happen. Yeah, so definitely our toughest game.
0: In Buffalo in December it could be a it could be that one snowy game we see in the
1: beginning of every single year now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, Josh and Allen actually, running we, we, all over the place. We need to hope for that though, because when the elements are drastic, that's when you have the best chance of like, very true, you yeah. Know. But once again, Josh Allen's so damn big that it's like even if it's pouring in the snow, he's just gonna he can still throw it like sixty yards.
0: Yeah, he can still do whatever he wants. Um, so yeah, both of us got an L there. I'm at eight and six. Chase is at seven and seven. First Three game against the go. Bucks coming late, right and after let's Christmas.
1: Talk, let's talk real quick. Three games to go. You're sitting at eight and six. I'm sitting at seven and seven. Especially your eight and six take, with seven teams making the playoffs Oof. last year. What was the Bears' record? Were they nine and seven or did they finish ten and six? Let me. Because they me were the
0: two seven Seconds. Team. Chicago Bears were eight and eight.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Let's talk through the NFC here for a sec, because I do want to talk about playoff positioning at this point in the season, where we go into these Fair. last three or four games where it just feels like we're bound to lose all of them. No. Um, if the Bears made an 8-8 eight and eight last year, we are looking at this year, what teams? So, just NFC East, I think they're one team. I think they're one team division. Fair. Um, I just don't see it. Uh, NFC North. So you got Vikings, Packers. Ma- Packers, definitely. Vikings and... Bears, a maybe. You know, you got maybes there. The West, all four teams can make the playoffs. So you've got three more maybes going for a wild card. And then you got us and the Saints as maybes. I just think it's going to be harder to make the playoffs in the NFC this year than it was last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's,
1: that's probably true. So I think the Panthers need... I think to be, I think if the Panthers get ten wins, they will make the playoffs. Nine and eight, I just don't think gets it done, even with the additional team. Yeah. I don't think nine and eight gets it done.
0: I mean, Arizona last year they also finished eight and eight, they missed out. Chicago got yeah.
1: Day. I remember that. I remember that because they lost to the Rams that last week when they yep. kind of made it. Um, so let's put. I think I think the target for the Panthers if they want to make the playoffs, I think it's got to be ten.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, okay, so final three games. Right after Christmas, Tampa Bay Buccaneers come to town. You're Super Bowl champions.
1: Yes, they're Super Bowl champions. Um, the worst. Yeah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> that that was awful. Um, you know what? I think we beat them. Oh. I'm taking. I'm I'm taking. We're gonna we're gonna surprise them. We we gave them a little bit of run for their money both games last year. Even if by the end of the game it was like, you know, they beat us by like two touchdowns. We like. Held a little more resistance against them than I would have expected. Yeah, and, you know I think we, we get it done. We I, think, played them I think this is like that. The second f- week,
0: I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The second week they came and we it looked like we were we were about to beat them. Everybody was kind of riding high, like oh okay we almost beat Tom Brady, but I mean whew, I don't know if I give up I don't know if we can win it though. I mean this is, late, this is my
1: upset. This is my upset pick.
0: Late in the season. I mean Tommy Terrific's rolling, right? Like
1: that is when he's cooking, you That's know. when I'll he's cooking.
0: Credit. Pushing yeah, he's for the postseason. We're probably they're probably battling with the Packers for that first seed. They got us twice. Mm. I'm gonna give us a loss. We're not ready for it. Not yet.
1: Oh, I don't like you're, We probably are gonna lose it. Like it's like ninety percent chance, but I gotta pick an upset. So, you know, that's what I'm going for. All so. right, that's fair. All right, eight and seven, both, both of, of us. us. Yeah, both eight and seven.
0: Uh, to the Superdome, New Orleans Saints, January second after New Year's. They after New Year's.
1: I think this is gonna be a really important game for the Saints too. So, mm. yeah, um, this is gonna be one of those where you know they're you know maybe they're competing for the division at this time as well because you know hopefully the Bucks suck. Um, maybe they'll suck this year. We'll see. But um, you know, Saints might be competing for the division too, so I think they'll be plenty locked in, and I think they'll sweep. They'll get the sweep on the year.
0: Okay, Chase gives us the Saints the sweep. I'm thinking about giving us the win here in the dome. For some odd reason, we just come out defense playing hard. They want it. Jameis just slinging it all around. Shh. I mean, this has this is prom Jameis four touchdowns, three nope. interceptions, like.
1: Land. This is like a. Pr- this this might be like a prime Jameis like meltdown game, but you know what? he's slinging the wood. I'm giving it to him, man. I, th- I think I think the Saints get it done. <laughs> all right, you give it. I'm giving us the win. All right. All right. I think, I think so, we got it. Which you got us at nine and seven.
0: Nine and seven. You're eight and eight.
1: Okay. So With this would be the go. final
0: game if the NFL didn't decide to give us an extra game. Uh, final game to Tampa Bay. This is probably like. Winner, I mean, for us, winner go home. Yeah. For the Bucks, probably yes. wouldn't take the first seed, something like that.
1: Yeah, and, and this is where some people they think these last games of the season we might get off easy because like, oh, the Bucks aren't playing their starters. There is one buy in the NFC. Yeah. There is one buy in the playoffs nowadays. The chances that the Bucks going into the last game of the season have the first seed completely clinched is very low. Keep mm-hmm. in mind, last year at one point they were seven and five, so it's like. It's not like there's some like yeah. I mean, they're I mean, a they wild card be, they're probably going to be year. yeah they're they're going to be better this year. But like, I highly highly doubt they just have the first seed locked up and don't have to play their starters in the last week of the season. I so agree. I think the Bucks will be playing completely legit, just as well as we will. And I think they beat us because we're not going to sweep the Bucks.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. I think they sweep us, so I think I give them. Yeah, I give them the loss. All right, so I finish at nine and eight. You finish at eight and nine. That's weird. Yes. So yeah, pretty much about weird, the same, so. though. Yep. Barring yeah, so like I
1: said we both probably have us just slightly missing the playoffs. Um, and you know, I I think you got it if we finish the way. Either of us have just predicted. You got to take that as a big win. Anywhere yeah. in that seven to nine win range, you take that as a win. That's building off last year. I know people are like, "Oh, well, rules got to make the playoffs this year." It'd be great. Don't get me wrong, but to build off last year, you know, by winning three or four more games is a huge win. Especially if Darnold can look.
0: Competent. Yeah, if Darnold looks good, we are competitive. We're playing in big games going down the stretch of the season. I'll be I'll be satisfied. I think it's. I mean, honestly. It's kind of like the Hornets, right? Like, if the Hornets are competing oh, yeah. for a playoff spot, if LaMelo's rolling, I'm, I'm okay. I'm happy. Um, I think it's the same case here.
1: Yeah, and do, do we think Darnold looks good enough? Well, when we win eight or nine games, we can feel good – with his fifth year option moving into the next year to build off of it even more and like make the playoffs, yeah. do we think he plays well enough to where we aren't think even thinking about quarterback in the first round next year? I think he does. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him hope, you know, because you know I've been so ever since Cam went down in that Bucks game on Thursday night, I've been so pessimistic that I just want to be optimistic about something. See, I'm gonna give Sammy the benefit of the doubt. Super Sammy's gonna show us what he's got. That's
0: fair. I think with me giving us a winning record, I I pretty much have to assume that Darnold is doing what he has to do out there.
1: He's at least like Derek Carr level, and yeah. I don't think I'd be upset about that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be too mad, um, especially after watching Week One of college football and
1: not seeing a quarterback
0: <laughs> I like, <laughs> like just yet. It was
1: it was not pretty. It was not pretty.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I'll I'll give Sammy a pretty solid season. Um, I may not be like too impressed at the end, but I'm gonna say you know what, I can live with it for, for right now. And I think you brought brought up a good point the other day where you were saying. Um, like, the chances of us having a starting quarterback at the level of caliber that can play that probably won't happen, you know, anytime soon, likely. Like, we'll probably be at that Jake Delum level, I think you were saying, right? And yep, if that's Darnold exactly
1: can, what I was saying. Yeah, and
0: if Darnold can be that, like, if he can be on the caliber that Jake was, you know, that's that's fine. That's cool.
1: Because here's the thing with Jake, you know, you can look at the stats, you can watch the games, whatever. Yeah, you know, in the grand scheme of things, Jake was like an average quarterback. But here's the thing. At the end of games, Jake was not average. Mm-hmm. Jake had a lot of game winning drives. I mean, I think Jake Jake has more than like as many as like Aaron Rodgers has had, you know. And now, of course, you met the argument. Of course, Rodgers just already has the game won. But like my point is, is like at the end of games, you trusted Jake, yeah. whether or not he always got it done. You know, we can debate about that all day, but you trusted Jake. You knew he had the guts to go out there and try to win the game and not just try to lose it. Not try to not lose it. Jake would try to win it. And I think if Darnold can just be a solid quarterback and at the end of games you feel comfortable that you have a chance to win the game at the end, I you gotta you know, you you can be happy with that. Yeah. You can be satisfied. You can
0: you can build around that and put enough pieces around him to where like you think you can compete in the playoffs and Maybe one day fight for a Super Bowl, and that's that's all you can really do, right?
1: Yep, yep. Um, as for team MVP and league MVP, what are you taking?
0: Um, for the team this year, whew, I think I think uh, probably I'm gonna say like a defensive MVP. Um, Brian Burns, I'm gonna say Burns has yep. a fantastic season. This is the season where he truly shows that he's like an elite edge rusher like double-digit yeah. sacks, like, I think this is his year. I think he'll blow up. For the league, I'm, I'm go ahead. Go, go for you. your team. Go for your team.
1: I'll say I'll agree with you on Burns um, just because, I mean, there's a lot of people you can say, but I think it'll be Burns. Like I think he's like a sneaky defensive player of the year candidate.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, like, McCaffrey will probably be, like, our best player if he's healthy all season. Like, that's obvious. Uh, DJ Moore, whatever. But, you know, give a little love to the defense. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, as far as the league goes, um, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll roll with Pat. I think Pat will probably do yeah, it. Yeah, I again. mean that's
1: a that's a pretty safe pick. Um, yeah. I don't blame me for that. I'm. I think I think Rogers is going to win it again. To be honest, back I to think, back. I, yeah, he's never done that. I mean, when's the last time anyone done that? As Peyton in oh809 9 um, I think he does it. I don't, I don't know. I just, it wouldn't surprise me if he just went out and had the exact same year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wrong, was,
0: but... I was going to, I was going to lean that way, but since he won it last year, I was like, eh, I mean, he probably won't go back to back, but right. I mean, there, I could there is the, see the voter
1: fatigue. Like if him and Mahomes have similar years, Mahomes will get it because to go back to back, you have to significantly outperform the year before or just hope that a bunch of people like no one is even within your stratosphere. And like last year, Mahomes and Josh Allen were close enough to where it's like if it's the same situation again, they're not going to just give it to him. But my other two sneaky picks, aside from the obvious, uh, Pat and Rodgers, I think watch out for Kyler and Herbert. You know, the two of them, I think the time could come for one of them. You know, halfway through the year, I I thought Kyler was, you know, behind Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we've seen second and third year guys win it before. Lamar, Pat, Wentz would have won MVP if he didn't get hurt with a couple games to go. So, you know, I, I, Kyler, Herbert, you know, I could see.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on the Kyler point. Also, like Josh Allen, you know, if Allen comes yeah. out and
1: balls. I, I do think there's a little bit of regression imminent for him, but, you know, he could still win it. Because last year was MVP worthy, you know. It was just as good as most MVP seasons you Mm -hmm. see. It was just Rodgers wasn't conscious, so. Uh,
0: No no Russell Wilson love here.
1: Oh, he's not even getting a vote. Uh, Everyone (laughs) will do their whole – it'll be a month into the season and you'll hear the whole, how has he never got an MVP vote again? And then two months later, it'll be like, oh, that's why. (laughs) Every year, a month into the year, people forget. They do the whole – like it's like the ultimate grift in September of NFL season. is a tweet, I can't believe Russell Wilson's never got an MVP vote because somehow people have amnesia from what's happened every single year. He like does it himself. He just
0: just finishes off horribly every single season. But yeah, Super Bowl picks. I'm gonna say the two MVPs we just we just talked about. I'm gonna give Pat the win over Rodgers. Chiefs over. I think Packers. Rogers.
1: I'll say Packers over Chiefs. Um and Rodgers retires. Go, Instead know. of going to another team, he just calls it quits. I would love that for him.
0: I I think we said I think that was our those were our picks last season.
1: Yeah, and it should sure. have happened. Kevin King got beat by that stupid white boy. <laughs> <in the half. laughs> God, that, I'm not over that game, so we might as well just finish recording before I go off on a tangent about that.
0: All right, perfect then. Let's go ahead and call it a podcast. I guess we'll be trying to do this on a weekly basis again like last year,
1: right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah,
0: we'll do our best. Um, but that was weekend at Fitterers, Um Official <laughs> official name Pendon Stay state with us. Um, I'm Steven Sears. That's Chase Pletcher. Follow us on Twitter at Steve's Tweets underscore and at Chase Pletcher 4. And we will catch you after big one
1: yeah see all